T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. One o'clock hour here on Cody and Gold. Alex Gold. Jet Marshall with you. We got Rob Collins from Fox 4, sports director at Fox 4 in studio for the 1 o'clock hour. Always good to have Rob in studio. And uh, we'll hear from Andy Reid in just a couple of minutes. As soon as he is at the podium after practice today, we will go live out there. But good to see you got the, the nice green Masters pull. You've been at, you've been uh, pullover. You've been to the Masters? Yeah, I went the year uh, Sergio won. Okay. It was a couple of years back. It's awesome. I mean, if you get a chance to go, I think it's Cody has fantastic. practice tickets maybe this year. He yes. won the lottery. Oh, I, think, really? I think, yeah, he didn't get tickets for the, you know, the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or whatever, however they do the lottery, but he won the lottery. I want to say maybe Monday or Tuesday practice. And I think he's planning, I mean, he got the tickets. So, yeah, Monday, Tuesday practice days are great. Wednesday is obviously the par three championship. But if you go on Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, you can take your phone in. So you can take all that's the pictures okay. you want. So that's actually in a way better. It's better like, because you can't take phones in during the actual tournament. They'll kick you out real I, quick. I've seen that. Yeah. But it's fantastic. I mean, the gift shop is fantastic. I mean, it's pricey, but it's the only place you can get stuff say. legal, you know, real stuff. And, Man, when I went, I think I spent like 800 bucks in there because it. everybody knew I was going like, hey, get me a polo, get me a pullover, get me a, you know, sleeve of golf balls. So I bought Christmas presents for everybody uh, yeah. or for Jed. Holiday presents for everybody. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Thank you, Rob. Thank you. <laughs> thanks for bringing that back up. For, thanks for, thanks I didn't for realize that it was such a kerfuffle to actually <laughs> say holiday as opposed to <laughs> making it one specific holiday. Oh, man. I, I love that. See, we I appreciate Rob. We know Rob listens to the show, and that was a nice callback from yesterday. Well, I was running errands, and I, I was just driving the truck around. I was laughing. <laughs> I was like, oh, boy. Yeah, I, as I told I told Jed, I was like, I'm not surprised that that's some, some of the reaction you got to, to that. <laughs> I've heard, too, they have a – so I had a buddy go down there. In fact, let's pick this back up after we go right. out to hear from Andy Reid. And uh, we'll just see how see how he made it through today and and uh, where we go from there. Um, look forward to the challenge of playing Houston. Uh, good football team. Our guys have had a good week of practice. Uh, look forward to that challenge of going down there and playing them. They're well coached, and they've got good players. So that time's your – Coach Patrick showed up on the injury report with a right hand injury. How, how did he look this past week in practice, and any concerns about him for Sunday? Yeah, no, there's no concern, yeah. He's doing good. He threw all week. <clears throat> maybe uh, how's McColl do this week, and your thoughts about maybe him being activated in time? Yeah, I'll, I'll check with Rick and just see where, where we're at. Uh, I'm going to tell you with him, though, I'm leaning away from him playing this week. Um, but he did have a good week of practice. So. Just to confirm with Patrick, was a sprain or anything, just a little tender? Just yeah. Thumb. Okay. All right, nice and quick, as it usually is on a Friday. Uh, a couple things on the injury front. At the beginning, it got cut off a little bit, but that was Andy Reid commenting on Chris Jones, who was not present during the media portion of practice. Andy saying he's sick. Uh, that's where we're at, so. Hopefully it's nothing too too crazy there, and, and he's good to go maybe on, on Sunday. But then at the end, uh, McCall Hardman, he, initially he didn't fully answer, then you could tell. Yeah. McCall Hardman's not playing. Not playing. Nope. Yeah. Uh, Kadarius Tony's the interesting one. Uh, he's been limited a couple days, though, in practice. And I, we were talking with Pete Sweeney earlier today. I get the feeling as well that I don't think McCall or Kadarius is playing on Sunday. Do they need him? No. <laughs> no. I mean, no. Think about it, right? You're, you're gearing for the playoffs, right? You don't want to make it worse for either one of those guys who so you can't use them when it really matters. So I'm good with that. I seriously, yeah. they should be able to beat Houston with Chad Henney starting. Honestly, I'm with you. I mean, I I know it's the NFL, and we just saw the Texans give your Cowboys there a little run for, for yeah. For well, their that's money, their but, Super Bowl every yeah. every time they play, right? That's the biggest game they're going to have, regardless of the records. And you know, the Cowboys kind of 
didn't look good, overlooked them, you know, whatever. Like, ah, this team sucks, so we're not going to do that. Kind of like with the Chiefs. They got ahead, Denver, and then just kind of took off the pedal. And I think uh, maybe the rookies are finding out this late in the season that people still play hard because the rookies now would be pretty much done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? So I think they're getting accustomed to – NFL life. It's like, all right, yeah, these dudes get paid too, so we got to play 60 minutes of football. Even on these bad teams, you're talking about trying to get a roster spot uh, for another team next year, maybe. And so that, that's always important to note. The most important thing, though, we heard from Andy, though, was about the right hand from Mahomes. Uh, it was just kind of bizarre. All of a sudden, he, he popped up Rob on the injury report, but we heard from Andy there that he's good to go. Yeah, through really no week, just a thumb. So. Sore thumb, and they're required to put it on the injury report. Should so. be fine. I don't yeah. know if he did it during the game or not. I didn't I didn't really see any plays that like he came up grabbing his no. thumb or he fell on his thumb. I don't I don't know, but I mean maybe that's I don't know, maybe it factored into the three well, interceptions. That's what, that's what we were wondering earlier. We we were like, is that was was it more mental decisions? I, I felt like it was decision making. I thought that's how Pat at least answered Patrick answered yeah. the question was that it was decision making what led to the three interceptions more than the, the the interceptions being because he couldn't get a good grip on the ball. The only one was where he mentioned he thought he should have dirted the ball right. more. Maybe. You know, that's that's hard to say. Uh, but good news is, yeah, everything's fine for Patrick Mahomes. And overall, this team is still pretty healthy uh, for this time of the season. Sure. Knock on wood. I mean, heading, I mean, if you look at some of these other teams in the league. So that yeah. was just a quick <laughs> update. Look at Houston. <laughs> no Their kidding. injury report Ooh. is littered with players. I mean, they're, they're not going to have any real skill players in this game. I, I don't know how they're going to score more than 13 points. And that goes back to what we were saying last week against the Broncos I know, a little bit. I, I'm with you where it's like, all right, you don't have Pierce. You don't have Brandon Cooks. Last week, it was more they had Russ. They had Jer Jerry Judy, but they just weren't doing They still had players with talent. Mm -hmm. They just weren't doing it. This, like, where's the talent for the Texans? I don't know, man. You're playing against a quarterback who has two first names and a guy who just came off the practice squad to the 53-man roster. So, in my mind, this game should not be close. The Denver game, it shouldn't have been close either. But we saw, we all think they kind of just let up, kind of coasted there. And they know it now. I think that was a wake-up call. So, I mean, 14 points is a lot in the NFL. But, man, I just can't see this game being 14. I'm looking like 33-13. Yeah, it has that feeling. I, I think in a weird way you feel better about that being a possibility this week because of how last week played out for both teams. You know, because the Chiefs had the 27-0 lead, and then they allowed a team to come back and make it interesting throughout the second half. And then you're playing a team that from inside that locker room with the Chiefs has your attention because they almost did beat the Cowboys. They should have beat mm -hmm. the Cowboys. They had a chance. You know, they, they had that fourth and goal right there yeah. and an opportunity to do so. So I think that actually helps with the mental side of not taking your foot off the gas and making sure that you take this opponent seriously. So I'm with you. I, I do think the Chiefs will cover the 14. We'll give our official NFL picks uh, for the weekend coming up at the end of the show. We'll also get to a little what's your fantasy heading into fancy football playoffs. I don't know if you're a, are you a fancy oh, football yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you my, in a good my, spot? No, my team missed out. Uh, I missed the wild, last wild card spot on my team because I had a bunch of injuries this year. I know, obviously, you, you can't blame <laughs> injuries because I was a bad manager, but uh, I had a bunch of, uh, they just fell into my lap, Chargers guys. And oh, the first wow. year, they were <laughs> now all. That one, I'll be honest, Rob. The Chargers thing, maybe, you, maybe you, you, you've covered this this conference and division a little. You know the Chargers get those injuries a lot. I know, man. I know, but it, they were there. <laughs> it's like I didn't really have any other options. So, I mean, I had Herbert and oh, Keenan so you really loaded and up. Mike Williams. But they were all just there when it was my time to yeah. pick. And, you know, you're, you've, done, you've been in that situation like, God, I know this guy's injury prone, but he's the best one on the board. What do I do? <sighs> so we'll get some fantasy football But advice. I do have Pacheco on my team. Okay. I'm playing in the loser's Fine. bracket. There's no reason, real quick, for Pacheco this week, though, not to, I think, get the ball 15-plus times. Hopefully 20. I mean, he should have got 20 last week. Yes. You know, what, he ended up with 13 carries, yeah, they, something like so. that? He, sh he should get 100 yards this week. And I know they're trying to probably be a little cautious because it's a rookie. To your point a few minutes ago about, you know, rookies in this, this you know, normally their season would be done. Sure. But well, he, he hasn't played he exactly all year, so That's, he should be fresh. Man. I'm with you. Well, he, you saw how he ended the game. Dude's fresh, man. Angry runs, angry celebrations. He was fired up, and I love the way he runs, man. I don't know. The, I mean, I certainly haven't seen it in a Chiefs uniform where a, a player, every whether it's a three-yard gain, six-yard gain, that he jumps right up, and he's just constantly got energy. It's awesome to see. And oh. how does that not mo get everybody fired up? I'm sure it does the offensive line to see a guy have that kind of energy. So we'll, we'll talk some more Chiefs football in just a little bit. And as I mentioned, what's your fantasy coming your way? But Rob Collins from Fox 4 in studio, I wanted to get your perspective on what I think will continue to be the biggest story in Kansas City 
uh, for the next calendar year at least, and that is where we go with these stadium projects or, in the case of the Royals, this whole district that mm-hmm. they're trying to build. We, we saw that one of the many listening sessions took place earlier uh, this week, and there's a ton of questions still out there. Yeah. But what was your just in, in general reaction to what came out of that, the little details that we got? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a good thing. I, I think downtown stadium is going to be awesome, and John Sherman's wanted that from the jump, if you read between the lines since he got here, given his past uh, with Cleveland, and he wants to model it after, I believe, what they did in Atlanta with the battery and with the stadium there. And, you know, they're going to, it sounds like, privately fund the entire ballpark, village, district, whatever you want to call it. But the question most people want to know, A, where are you putting it? And I think we all kind of, in our minds, think it's going to be on downtown Mm -hmm. the east side. That, That seems to be the place. And then financing. Who's going to pay for the actual stadium? And I looked up the Atlanta Park before I came in, and I believe that it was six hundred seventy-five million dollars for the stadium. The team did three seventy-five, and then the county, Cobb County, did three hundred million. Okay, so you know sixty forties split there. Yeah, because that's you know you're right on the the ballpark district. So we we know if if we're to believe what what's been been told at this point, a billion dollars of the two billion dollar project is going to come private slash Royals for the district, right? So there's a billion left for the stadium. And that's what you're talking about, which is out of that billion, what's the percentage that they're going to ask the public for is, is, is it going to be 50, 50? Is it going to be 70, 30? What, what's that going to look like? Because it's interesting. And we all know you can word things certain ways. Mm-hmm. You can say, well, we're going to pay for a bulk of the project. Sure. Well, if I know if you're already paying for a billion for the district part, that's already 50%. So then if you're going to put up 150 or 200 million for the stadium, then all of a sudden you're paying 1.2 bill. Out of the two, that, that's a bulk of the that's project. That's a bulk, right? It's but all it's, semantics right now until so we really see the numbers. Yeah, so that's I think that's what everyone is just wondering. Just I think we all had you know maybe three, four, five questions coming in to that first listening tour, and now we all have like twelve. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. No. Yeah. And it, there's I mean to get not to get too nerdy with it, but there's a, like the impact for the Chiefs. We know the the sales tax, the three eighth cent sales tax mm-hmm. right now is for both stadiums at the Truman Sports Complex. That goes till twenty thirty one. So, all right, if the Royals leave, they've got to negotiate something with the Chiefs as well. If they're really not going to raise that the the percentage for the Royals on that tax, is that just for their stadium? And then in a year and a half, the, the Chiefs come knocking and want to do a new three-eighth cents sales tax? Or is that not, you know, so these are the things that we don't have the answers to yet. Right. And why, uh, you know, these listening tours, hopefully as each one happens, I don't know when the next one is. Yeah, I, I, don't think they've, I don't think no. they've announced a date. Maybe it's a month from now or something. Uh, though information hopefully will increase coming out of those. As I'm sure they don't have the answers to all this stuff yet either. Maybe not. Maybe still trying to figure it out. But I, I do believe that's the most important question, other than location, that people want to know what's going to happen with the financing and with what's going on with the Chiefs. Do you think it matters? Uh, yes, perception. And ultimately, the public's going to have to vote on this uh, a ballot. Uh, maybe in August of next year, we'll see. That's the earliest it could be. Right now, we know this, this baseball team hasn't been winning a lot of baseball games. Mm-hmm. And we know one of the questions that was asked at the listening sessions, and it's a fair one, like why should taxpayers pony up maybe a half a billion dollars for a team that's not winning? And John Sherman's answer was essentially, when the time's right, we're going to invest. And also that you guys have to hold us accountable. That was kind of the quote that, sure. that everybody was it sounds in good, on. right? It sounds good, but it's like, what's the consequence if you if, if you aren't competitive? Like, we don't take the stadium back from you. Right. Well, you know? I... In my mind, looking from a business perspective, Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, I wasn't a business major, but, you know, I run a household. So (laughs) (laughs) if they have all the money privately financed for the the village or the district, put that money back into the team, right? I mean, that seems like what would happen. I mean, that sounds great. The caveat is, remember when Sherman bought the team, COVID hit, bam. I'm I'm sure they're at a negative. That's the thing is they operated, uh, I think, in impressive fashion and how they took care of some employees sure. and, and, and others during uh, the COVID uh, you know, situation with baseball and, and everybody's daily life, as a matter of fact. But that do you try to recoup that investment, of course, as quickly as possible? I mean, that, like, you know, as you're saying, you're trying to get back you your run investment. A business. Yes, you and are. When they bought that team uh, from the Glass family, to your point a few minutes ago, the plan all along was how do we recoup that investment? Well, we're build a new stadium at a ballpark district. That's the biggest way I can get my money back. The value of the team can go up. Makes sense. Um, but yeah, the, the notion though, that new stadium ballpark district, that all that is going to just go right into the team. I, I think that is, um, 
very optimistic to, to think that that's how that's going to operate. When the time's right. Mm-hmm. And it's hard now because you have a new manager, right? So we're, we're not sure how this is going to go. I mean, Quattrero and his staff may be great. I mean, they were great in Tampa. We saw what they did with the pitching, and obviously that's the biggest problem with the Royals and still got all the new guys. You made one deal so far that we've talked about right, with Yarbrough. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it is what it is. A one-year deal guy from Tampa who's familiar with uh, Quattrero and the staff. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. The stadium stuff will, will be ongoing for the next, like I said, I think really another year or so of, of conversation. And then we'll be having another conversation right after the Royals get their situation figured out about the Chiefs because we know that's coming, uh, whether they're going to stay put uh, there at Truman uh, Sports Complex and renovate, brand new stadium. They can flirt with Kansas. The, the nice thing we did here earlier this week, though, is that John Sherman, they're not even going to throw that out and let, make you think they're going to use that as leverage. They're, they're staying in Kansas City, Missouri, mm-hmm. which I think a lot of people were, were glad to hear at least. Yeah, I'll be interested to see what happens to uh, Arrowhead out there after the World Cup. Because just think about the money that's coming in. Not only like people are paying the money, but the money in the back pockets of the people who are coming in. They may see an opportunity out there and say, hey, true, we can help you finance this. Let's put up some hotels and cool stuff because they've had 50 years and done nothing. That's that's always when because it, I it's always brought up and I, I've seen on the text line anytime we talk about the stadium it's just like you know why not why not do the same thing right where it's at it's just like you had 50 years to figure it out the growth just unfortunately has not happened in that area they thought the stadiums maybe could do that and you know there's a Taco Bell and a gas station you know and, and a Denny's you know I mean like well that would help you on your you way know, to Emporia but look, I've, been, that's, that's okay, I've been to that Taco Bell. P- Multiple times after a Royals game. Trust me, I, I, as I'm sure many of our listeners have on, yeah. on the way home. But it'd be nice that uh, you, you can have dinner somewhere right before the game and you can walk to a bar after the game. And you can, you know, that, that, that that's if anybody's been to a downtown ballpark, the closest one, of course, is in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And I think that is what the Royals have envisioned. Uh, it's going to have a Kansas City flair to it. And, and, and we'll see what elements they would bring from current Kaufman to new Kaufman, whatever it's going to be called. Um, but the setup of the ballpark village and some of these other major metropolitan cities. It, it's awesome, man. It's, it's really neat. I, I'm not saying that some of the concerns about financing and of course, affordable housing all need to be addressed and discussed, Sure, but uh, I am definitely pro downtown ballpark. And I think it'd be absolutely incredible to have that in our city. And I think it's another way you do progress forward for Kansas city. Yeah. I'm for it too. Selfishly, mostly because it's closer to the station and closer to my house. So it makes work and, <laughs> well, there we go. and now travel we're... a lot easier. So if, if you really want, you know, but they said it would cost more to fix. <laughs> That's the what cave. they're saying. Yeah. They're saying the renovating renovation cost at current cost. I think it was an individual from populace that, that presented that uh, case, if you will, uh, that a billion dollars to renovate Kaufman. Now we, we still don't know, like, is that, to get it to where it needs to be right now, or is that just to keep it up for another 30 years? We don't know what's the billion. I don't, I don't think they're saying that you need a billion dollars to repair it right now, right. but is it a billion dollars? And how many, how much of that billion dollars in renovations are we going to actually see as fans? Is it all, is, is, yeah. is you know, is 80% of it all behind the scenes stuff that unfortunately you don't get even see? Yeah. Well, we've seen it. We, we but, know, yeah, we know yeah. what's in the guts. I mean, what do they call it? Uh, concrete cancer. Yeah. That was Something interesting. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't Cracking think of concrete. I've never concrete heard cancer. that term before, but I mean, if, if there's foundational issues, which I infer from what they're saying, mm-hmm. that's got to be fixed, obviously. Right. Rob Collins from Fox four and studio. Now while we're talking Royals, get away from the stadium for a second. And, and you mentioned the, the one signing that we've seen so far. How do you, how do you view this off season? Because I think it's pretty clear from some of the comments from JJ Piccolo uh, that this is kind of a sit back a little bit, reevaluate what we already have. And in a way they probably would disagree with me saying run it back. But I, <laughs> I feel like that is kind of where we're at with, with the understanding that we know there was kind of two teams that did play last year. We, the, the old group of Whit Merrifield and Carlos Santana and others. And then we saw, of course, this young group that they hope can be the core of the future. And they're trying to figure out, are these guys really core pieces or not? And if they are, then next off season, at least right now, kind of what they're saying is next off season, then we'll go maybe spend money. Maybe we'll be aggressive in the trade market right now. I, I think what we've seen a random one-year signing of Yarborough, maybe when Granky comes back. I think that's what's going to happen the rest of this offseason, which I get why it's disappointing for Royals fans, but the thought process does somewhat make sense to me. Agreed. Uh, you got to figure out what you have and how it's going to work with the way that Quattrero manages and how they use the analytics, you know, because we all know Mike Matheny was hesitant to do so at times last year, and that's pretty much what cost him his job. Uh, but I think it's going to be a feeling out year. I mean, I, I don't think they're going to put a ton of money into the team right now. As you said, I think uh, they're going to figure out what they got. You know, like if you're playing poker, 
you're playing seven card stud or whatever, hold them. You're looking at your hand and going, okay, midway through, here's what I got. Here's what I can throw away. Here's what I hope to get back in return. So I think it's just going to be a, a feeling out year. And, you know, this team, you know, they might 60, 65 games again. Who knows? It's banking a lot on the criticism of Cal Eldred. Uh, in the lack of production from the pitching staff and development, it's banking that that was a huge chunk of the problem. Mm-hmm. And if I'm a play, if I'm one of the young pitchers, then I actually think it, it shows a lot of confidence the organization has in me that, look, we, we're we still not you know giving up on it. We think that right pitching coach, right pitching staff, looking at analytics a little bit differently and leaning into it more than ever, that that can help you out. Because I think if you're going to run it back the way it looks like they're going, you are really banking that uh, that having a new regime in there is going to now suddenly transform some of these pitches. I hope that's the case. I, I would love to be sitting here this time next off season and the Royals are coming off uh, a much better season. And we feel like, Oh, it's not just Brady singer that one or one of these other young pitchers are there and that Vinny and Michael Massey and Bobby Witt they are the real deal. Okay. These are three player MJ Melendez. These are guys mm-hmm. we can build around. Oh, now, now let's go and spend some money next off season. Let's go for 2024. I, I think that's the perfect scenario. Sure. Uh, that There's a lot of things that have to go right. And I think you're banking on uh, just a, almost a way, like a failure in a way from the, the, the previous coaching staff to, to not get the most out of these young pitchers. Well, we'll see whether it was yeah. the players themselves who didn't want to change or take the message from the coaching staff or if the message from the previous coaching staff was bad or erroneous. So, and I think you're right. That's what a lot of people are hoping. Because, I mean, from the jump, everyone wanted Cal Eldridge sure. gone. Way early in the mm-hmm. season, man. Yeah. So uh, we'll we'll see what happens. But you know, Cotrero said in the winter meetings, what a week or two ago, mm-hmm. that uh, he's happy that they have these young guys who've already taken their lumps. He says they at times know what's wrong. They just got to fix it. So we'll see if he can fix them. Baseball offseason, not in Kansas City, but as a whole, has been crazy. Oh. The record-breaking deals. I mean, last night with Carlos Rodon, gets yeah. the, Carlos Correa gets a $330 million deal. We knew Aaron Judge was going to get taken care of, and, and he bet on himself, and it paid off in a huge, huge Big way. Time. Uh, but for the for the Royals fan base, seeing a guy like Carlos, Carlos Correa get that kind of deal at a premium position, very talented, nobody's saying that he's not, but we know Bobby Wood Jr., if he's the – if he's the type of player we all hope he still is, superstar, not just a very a superstar, mm-hmm. uh, that's the kind of contract you're looking at. And I, I don't want to mean to be depressing here, but like, I, I, I don't, I don't believe that that's a contract that they would be willing to hand out. Really, I, th- I, I don't see that. What, I, and what so, would you envision a contract for him to be? Ten for two fifty? Is that enough? Well, if he turns out, let, let's say, if he turns out to be the superstar player, then I, I think you're on Carlos Correa level. Wow. If he is just a really good player, then, then yeah, I think you, you're talking more in that 180 to $200 million range. That contract, I think they would be willing to get. I don't, are they willing to go the $300 plus million route with a player? After We know that the, that's, what, uh, four times something like that, the most they've ever given anybody? We'll find out. <laughs> yeah. I, did, I mean, I, by the way, I, I, of course, hope Bobby Wood Jr. turns out to be a superstar. Yeah, I, would we love, all do. I would love for that to even it's be fantastic. a conversation. Yeah. Uh, and we know we're talking about 2027 here, so we got you know we got we got some time got to time. enjoy it. Yeah. Um, but I it's I can't help it when I see the deals that Carlos Correa and some others are getting. It's like you just it's the setup in baseball. It just it's, it makes 2015 that much more amazing that sure that the Royals were able to accomplish. As much as I understand the the fair criticism at the end for Dade Moore, but uh, the fact that this organization went to two straight World Series and won one of them, knowing that the cards are stacked against them, I'm not saying that should always be an excuse, but can't the Royals never guys like Rodon and judge never you're never in the ballpark with those guys never no I think that's one of the other reasons why Quattrero is here because of what they did in Tampa with a very similar payroll so we'll see absolutely all right let's get to what's your fantasy here on Cody and Rob Collins in for for Cody here in the one o'clock hour from Fox 4 Jed Marshall producing the show today. 913-586-7610. Is this the normal edition or the Friday edition, Jed? Nick Nick music. This is the Friday edition, I believe. Oh, boy. Rob's been here for Friday. Yeah, I've been here for this, man. I I needed a – I don't even smoke, and I wanted a cigarette (laughs) after this segment last time. You can come outside with me when (laughs) we go to break and we'll get a cig in. 913-586. It's flurrying outside, by the way. No, it's not. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. When Jed came out to get me earlier, there were flurries. No, it's not supposed to do anything. Right? Like, it's just, it's just cold. Yes. All right. Oh, I don't like hearing that. I don't need that. 
Let's get your fancy football questions. Fancy football playoffs starting off. We start here from the 913. Jonathan Taylor, Dalvin Cook, Saquon Barkley. Start to sit one. Where are you guys at here? I, Barkley has not been productive in about four or five weeks. He's averaging less than three yards a carry. He hasn't been healthy. Jonathan Taylor gets a bad Vikings defense. Dalvin Cook goes up against the Colts defense. Yeah. The Colts defense, they gave up how many rushing touchdowns to your Cowboys a yeah. couple weeks ago? I would take Taylor and Cook, A, I, yeah. because I think they're the best play, and B, you only have to watch one game. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Hey, <laughs> You're just rooting I, for yeah. scoring all day. Yeah, that, I think the Vikings are four or four and a half point favorites against the, the Colts, and it seems like both teams are going to put up some points. I mean, that Vikings secondary is atrocious, and so, okay, you think they're going to pass, but maybe that opens up the run game. So sure. I, I'm, I'm Especially kind of, if it's PPR. Yeah. I, yeah, man. Barkley just has really trailed, tailed off, I mean, at, at this point, based off some of that uh, some of that production. 913 <laughs> oh Yeah, Rob, this is this is Friday. I know. What's your know. Uh, what's your fantasy? You mentioned your uh, your team uh, is not not hanging around. I'll, I'll ask a question even that I have for the people when it comes to, to my team a little bit uh, for this weekend. Uh, I asked Paul Charchin of Guillotine Leagues this yesterday. Do I intentionally maybe try to lose this week? So I have the number one seed right now, tiebreaker with points. I'm playing the guy that's tied with me for the one seed. Okay. The way it sets up is that we have four teams in the playoffs, two plays, three seed, obviously. Sure. So if I lose, I follow the two or the three seed. doesn't really matter. The guy that I would play in that matchup, has scored 200 points less this season than the guy that's going to look looks like will be the four seed, and I would play as the one. Okay. So is it messed up if I intentionally lose to fall to the two seed, so I play the guy that's the three instead? Have you looked at the matchups for next week? Yeah, and so that's the other that's the other thought process here is the, the guy that I'm trying to potentially play, or I would be playing as the one seed, I should say, he has guys like uh, Derrick Henry who play the Texans. And I don't know if you guys have seen oh, Derrick Henry. He owns the against Texans. The Texans. Yeah. It's insane. Like, we're talking 150 yeah. yards, two touchdowns almost every time yeah, out against them. He could have them. 30 points. So that scares me a little bit. So I, it's a bad strategy. Charge said it's not, um, it's not shady because I'm not kicking somebody out of the playoffs by tanking for a one-week stretch. I, it's dicey, man. Okay. I mean, I think you try to win every game, but if – because this happened in our league once because yeah. we do power rankings after the playoff oh, okay. spots. It's it's not just all record. There's, a, there's an Total algorithm. Total points and stuff yeah, like that. there's an algorithm. Okay. And I was – normally I would have been the fifth seed. But during this algorithm, I got pushed down to the last one. That sucks. I know. And then I had to play the top guys. But You beat them? Yes, because <laughs> of the, what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I have a team that scored a lot. It's almost kind of like if – the Cowboys have to go on the road to play the Tampa. Buccaneers. Yeah, yeah. that's going to So happen. it's kind of that scenario that okay. worked out. So it could work in your favor. Problem okay. is, if somebody gets injured. Yes, which I suffered one last night. Tyra yeah. Lockett, who's on my team, yeah. he's going to be out, looks like, maybe for the rest of the season, according to Pete Carroll. All right, more questions here. What's your fantasy? 913-586-7610. Jared Goff or Deshaun Watson? Oh, I, I would, think this is pretty simple. I play golf. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think just, the Vikings or Vikings Lions are going to win that game straight up against the Jets. Now that yeah. Zach Wilson's going to start. Yes. I know the Jets defense is legit, but I'm with you. This this Lions team's rolling. Give and Dan I, and I Campbell think they're plus two, two and a half. Yeah, I don't know if it's shifted now with the Zach Wilson news. I haven't checked to see where the, the spread is. But Jared Goff, here's the last couple games for him against a bad Vikings team. But three thirty three touchdowns, no picks against the Jaguars. Three forty uh, two touchdowns. Uh, no picks. And the week before that against the Bills, 242 touchdowns, no picks. I mean, yeah, Goff. Jared Goff is the answer. And Deshaun Watson just looks ru- rusty still. Sure. Again, he's been out for 700 plus days. So I think I think that one's pretty simple as well. All right, a couple more uh, fancy questions here. Mike Evans versus Cincinnati or Devonta Smith and the Eagles wide receiver against the Chicago Bears? That's in Chicago, Smith. though. I checked the weather. I believe it's in Chicago. It is. Yeah, it is in Chicago. I don't know what the weather's like. I know the Green Bay is going to be cold. The only thing, man, the Bucs, that offense, just brutal to watch. Miserable. They They also scored seven points last week, didn't they? Yeah. Well, Philly scores a lot. I think you're going to get more. Yeah, I I have the guy that's the MVP right now on the odds market throwing me the football. I'll take Devontae Smith. You know what I mean? Versus versus where things are at. Uh, Next up here, more wide receiver questions. Diggs, Cooper, 
St. Brown and Alave. Which hmm. two would you play there? Stephon Diggs going up against the Colts. Or excuse me, he used to be in Vikings. Yeah. Stephon Diggs going up against the Dolphins. Weather issue could be there yeah. too. It's right. Yep. It's supposed to be two to four inches of snow. I don't know what the wind is. That's the biggest factor. Check the wind there in Buffalo. But I mean, I, I don't know. I like the uh, Olave, or I'm sorry, uh, St. Brown, because of golf. Yeah. Right? I don't know. This is the first time I'm reading the text line. So yeah, you, you, Rob hasn't seen it. I've never Rob, seen it. So Rob's I'm normally on the other Cody's side. Chair. And now so, he's amazed by the text line. I am amazed bit. by the text line because I'm losing focus. Yeah, it's tough. I'm sorry. I'm trying is, to look at you. Sometimes I read. have to change the tab because you can get caught up in the text line a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at you trying to read this, <laughs> trying to answer your question. And I don't have my readers on, so oh. I, I'm just kind of squinting here. Gotcha. Well, I can keep reading the text line. That's fine. Last one. I'm an old guy, man. Last one here. Yeah, uh, Adam Thielen, <laughs> Chris Moore of the Texans, Njoku, or Curtis Samuel. Pick oh, two, man. full PPR. Uh, Chris Moore had a good game. He's the only wide receiver for the Texans. So if you think he's just going to get all kinds of pro- production there. Yeah, especially with the PPR. I've had Thielen on my team, and he's boomer bust all year long. He had a good game, what, last week, the week before? but Washington, man. Curtis Samuel going up against the Giants. Lower he's scoring been injured, game. injured, hasn't he? Yeah. I, actually, I, Njoku, it sounds weird. Chris Moore. If he's the only – who else is – the Texans are going to at least have some yardage through the air in this game. Well, you got to think they're going to be behind, right? Yeah. So they're going to have to throw. And he said PPR, I believe, right? Yep. So you may get some some targets there. That is What's Your Fantasy here on Cody and Gold. Rob Collins from Fox 4 in studio with us. We'll get to watch trending and get back into the Chiefs and Texans a little bit in the next four games for Kansas City. What Rob thinks the Chiefs can still accomplish next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. Number one on what's trending, we know the Chiefs getting set to head down to Houston to take on the Texans. They're 14-point favorites. A couple notes on the injury front. We just heard from Andy Reid about 30 minutes or so ago. Chris Jones sick. That's why he was not at practice uh, today. Uh, good news on at least Kadarius, Tony McCole-Harmon as far as they're practicing, but you did hear from Andy say that he would lean towards McCole probably not playing uh, for Sunday against the Texans. Uh, other than that, Patrick Mahomes, a little right hand injury that maybe people are a little concerned about. It turns out it's, it's really nothing. Doesn't have a wrap on it anymore. 
maybe uh, just a little sore thumb earlier in the week, but he's been able to make all the throws at practice. Next up uh, on What's Trending, Rob, local college basketball coming up this week at number 8 KU, hosting number 14 Indiana tomorrow. That's at noon. K-State hosting Nebraska at 6 o'clock right here on 610 Sports Radio, and then Missouri heading out to UCF a little early. 11 a.m. tip-off. The college basketball slate is actually awesome tomorrow. It's a great weekend, it man, is. especially if uh, you either live in Kansas or can drive over and uh, open up your wagering apps. Heck There's yeah. a lot of action going on, man. World Cup uh, third-place game Saturday. Of course, the final on Sunday. We mentioned college basketball. You've got NFL games happening games? Saturday. Yeah, yeah there's, there's a lot going on. Uh, when it comes to in college football bowl games. And Rob and I are keeping an eye on this TV over here. <laughs> we may or may bah- not have an interest Bahamas in a touchdown bowl, for UAB. <laughs> Bahamas Bowl here, and there oh, it is, a touchdown. touchdown. Uh, Rob had, what, you had him plus 11, right? I have plus 11. Yeah, so you're, so you're I'm good. good. I need the over, so now I suddenly need... You need two points? Miami to... Yeah, to uh, get a late dicey, touchdown. Because they just can't kick a field goal now, unless they miss the PAT. Chad's shaking his head. What? He does have gambling problems. It's, it's fine. During the day, during the show, a few few bucks. Yeah, five dollar bet. Yeah, it's nothing crazy. Yeah, a few bucks. Well, entertainment. Why else would I care about the hometown lenders Bahamas bull at ten a.m. on a Friday? <laughs> the prestige that goes yeah, in. Yeah, Think yeah. about the, uh, the time honored tradition that is the yeah. home lenders, whatever the hell this bull's called. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, <laughs> UAB in Miami, Ohio. But there is plenty of bowl games this weekend. Uh, we mentioned baseball uh, a little while ago. Next up on what's trending, left-hander Carlos Rodon signing with the New York Yankees, according to Jeff Pass. Six years of buck sixty-two. My goodness, just a huge offseason. Uh, in baseball for the top tier guys. And that's where it's, it's still a problem. Like the top tier guys are always going to get taken care of. It's the middle of the road. And then some of the bottom tier MLB players that have the issues when we talk about these labor agreements and things like that. And lastly, on what's trending, Tyler Lockett, former K-Stater, of course, now with the Seahawks, has had a great NFL career. Fortunately, Pete Carroll uh, saying last night in his post-game press conference after their loss that uh, Tyler Lockett broke his finger on the final drive. That stinks. Uh, the Chiefs are, of course, playing the Seahawks next week in Week 16, so Lockett for sure not playing in that game. And sounds like, again, done for the season. That's a big loss for Seattle, who is in a bad spot suddenly uh, for, for a playoff yeah. berth. They've dropped a couple in a row, and then not going to be easy next week for them coming to Arrowhead. So... Uh, unfortunate news for, for Tyler Lockett in Seattle. That's what's trending here on Cody and Gold. We got Rob Collins from Fox 4 in studio with us. We'll hand things off to uh, uh, Bink, who's in for CDOT. I was about to say CDOT. Bink's in for CDOT on the drive coming up in about 20 minutes or so. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll let you know if uh, – well, Rob's bet's good to go. Yeah. Rob's bet's good to go. I'm reading the text line here. It was awesome, which yeah. I can see it now. This is fantastic. Someone wants to know, Jed, are you into Festivus? And mm. would you like an airing of the grievances on this show? I'm fine with that. I just uh, would appreciate if people don't take too many shots because the 23rd, I actually am getting married that day. So, oh. I, I mean, if you're really going to oh. be a jerk, I'm going to oh. go ahead and put that out there now. <laughs> so if you want to air some grievances, know that you'll be ruining my wedding day. Wow. Fantastic. Well, congratulations. Thank you, Rob. You're a good man. That's awesome. It's only supposed to be like a high of eight. What could go wrong? No, it's not an outdoor wedding. No, it's not an outdoor wedding. <laughs> I was like, so what's the but weather? But we still have to walk from the car into the yeah. event space. I was like, I mean, eight, yeah. I was like, it's indoors. It'll be, my guess it'll be about 73 degrees, 74 degrees inside that, that building, wherever you're having the wedding take place. So, yeah. Still going to be the worst. You just... Not the wedding, the, the actual <laughs> yeah, yeah. being wow. cool. Well, it's going to be wow. off to a really great yeah. start. Yeah. Lane's listening, Man. I'm sure, so I'm sure I'll yeah. get a text here in a minute. You strike me, the more and more we've worked together, and you're filling in, obviously, for, for the next week or so with Nick over in Germany. Uh, you're, whether, like, you're not into the, the like big events or making a big deal about no. certain occasions or anything. No, we're getting married in Lenny's parents' living room. There are yeah. going to be like 25 people there, so okay. very chill. Yeah, yeah. that's good. That chill sense. weddings are good. Mine was chill. Vegas. Awesome. See, that's what we should have done. We should have just gone to Vegas. Vegas? We got married in Vegas. It was fantastic. So it's just another small, like a small group of people? Small, yeah. Like 25 people were there. I mean, Vegas. awesome. You know my opinion. Vegas, no problem. Great destination. I love Vegas, man. Yeah. I was... Uh, are you going? Are you going to the Raiders game? If it matters if for it matters. the one seed, okay. Which I, I hope, a decent it might. chance. Yeah, because you think Buffalo's losing again? Maybe at Cincinnati. That's, that's the game right there. That, yeah. That's the one. I think if you're a Chiefs fan and you're hoping for the one seed, that's the one to me. Buffalo. I don't think Buffalo's slipping up on Sunday or excuse me on Saturday. No, against that Miami. offense doesn't work in the cold. It, and if there's snow on the ground, if it's windy. Mm. Yeah, it's 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 the weather and of course Miami and the cold weather stuff, which will be interesting in the playoffs, but also. Teams here in the last two weeks, much like we had talked a year ago about defenses maybe giving Mahomes some different looks and confusing them a little bit, we're seeing that adjustment made, and the 49ers kind of laid that blueprint, and the Chargers took advantage of it. A big reason why they won that football game. And so I just – 
don't know if this is the weekend where Miami figures it out. Until Tua can prove he can play a certain style where teams have adjusted to him, that's a, I think that's a problem for Miami, uh, something they have to get figured out before the playoffs. Yeah, speaking of the 49ers, man, I would not be surprised if they're in the NFC Championship game. That defense is man. so good. Look, come on, Mr. Irrelevant now that we're calling it's him awesome because story. he's one, two. It's great, but, I mean, you got to give your props to Shanahan. This is fantastic. Jed and I were talking about this earlier, and I, I'll be curious to see what your answer is. I, I understand Jalen Hurts is the MVP favorite right now. Which stinks. Uh, which does. I have a couple of uh, you and me both, free man. bets on you and a guy both. here named 15 with 9-1 to one odds. <laughs> you and me both. You and me and a bunch of people listening. I'm man. sure they uh, do. I, yeah. I don't, I, I, as I said earlier, I don't feel good about that as much anymore. To me, Mahomes has done enough to be the MVP, but the narrative has completely shifted. Sure. But I asked Jed if – if you were someone right now in the postseason, who would you rather play, the Eagles or the 49ers? And I, it may sound nuts to some. I actually think I'd rather play the Philadelphia Eagles than the 49ers. I get Brock Purdy's the third-string quarterback, and we're all waiting to see when someone gets him. But he doesn't have to play great to win, whereas to me, the Eagles to go to Super Bowl, Jalen Hurts has to continue to play like an MVP. Yeah. Uh, Brock Purdy, they're not asking in that Trent system. Dilfer. Yeah. Don't, make, don't throw picks. Yeah. One or two touchdown passes a game. No picks. Easier said than done, but that's what he's doing. That defense, as you pointed out, is legit in San Francisco. Kyle Shanahan is fantastic at getting the most out of quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think I'd still rather play San Francisco just because of Purdy in the playoffs. It's playoffs, we all know, faster, different animal. You got more time to you know to scheme up somebody, especially if you're coming off a bye. So I would still, still go Eagles. Still, I think I'm I would, in the minority. Probably I would still on that. rather play. Yeah, I'm probably in the minority on that, but they just look <laughs> they look dominant. I mean, yeah. right now it would not surprise anybody if it's a 49ers, uh, Philadelphia Eagles, uh, NFC title game. I mean, that that wouldn't be all that surprising. Still holding out hope for that team in Arlington. There's a little bit of hope, not much. Yeah, before where were you at before the season on everybody? I, mine were, so we on our show we gave out. I think I had Buffalo, Kansas City AFC title game, Same. and I had uh, Dallas, Green Bay in the NFC title game. So Dallas is my only hope to have one team on the NFC side. Yeah, I, I had Dallas. I don't remember. the. It was probably San Francisco. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. With Trey Lance even at the time then. Well, so just still... because they're defenses. Yeah. I mean, you know, defense travels, right? And it's not because now they're doing it without Debo too, offensively. Yeah. And it's, it's again, yeah, Kyle Shanahan deserves all kinds of credit f- for That's that. That's another reason I'd rather play the 49ers right now. They don't have Debo. They don't. Is he supposed to, what's, is he supposed to come back in the playoffs? That's up in the air still. I, yeah, I haven't seen what the, the final... I guess, injury diagnosis is for, for him in particular. Uh, before we get to our final picks for Chiefs-Texans, and uh, there's a reason why we haven't spent as much time talking about the, the Texans themselves. Like, it's, <laughs> it's the Houston Texans. But I am curious, the final four games, and see if you're aligned with me on this or not, but the final four games, like what, what can be cleaned up, and also what mm-hmm. do you think has to get fixed if the Chiefs are going to go on that Super Bowl run? Well, first of all, I'd like to see – a game, a clean game for all three phases. I mean, this is a game where you should have a clean game on offense, defense, and special teams, right? You got to quit turning the ball over. Mahomes, obviously, yeah. we talked about it ad nauseum all week long, and he's discussed it and said why he did it and what he was trying to do, and he's not going to do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, that's not obviously going to cost him uh, this week if he happens to throw a pick. But I would like to see a clean game in all three phases. It's been a while. It Since has, we've man. seen a clean game Oof. in all three phases. I mean, if you take out the Colts game, they would be the number one seed if you don't fumble the ball yeah. right on from the jump. I mean, the Chiefs literally probably could only have one loss this year if they had played cleaner games and not turned the ball over. Because, let's be honest, probably should have beat Cincinnati. Buffalo, eh. Yeah, the Buffalo one, they, yeah, that, that's probably the one where you're like, no, that's like all the way around. They beat you. They all the way around, yeah. they beat you. The Colts game is going to be the one big regret if they don't get the one seed. I, sure. I agree. I, I think that the turnovers, yes, but it's more about I don't I don't suddenly need I – w- I would love for this to happen, but I don't suddenly need the defense to become a turnover-forcing machine, I, as great as that would be. I, I need to make sure that this team cuts out this streak of having eight, eight straight – games with turnovers yeah it is you odd I mean, how good they are with the bad turnover differential yes. uh, Mitch Holtis this morning was on with with uh, Fesco and the guys and and he pointed out the turnover differential I mean the Chiefs and the Texans have the same turnover differential Isn't that ridiculous? And, one, and we know the Texans are a one-win football team at the number one overall pick in in the draft yeah well that, that just tells you their offense is good enough to overcome it but against teams that aren't going to be playoff teams right if they do that in the playoffs it's going to be short-lived man do you think uh we see Clyde Again, because Pacheco has been so great. Clyde's still on IR. No, 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 he's around that. 
I, I don't think Clyde plays another snap this season. Not even in the playoffs? I don't. If, if, if let me paraphrase, if Pacheco stays healthy. Right, sure. Yeah. But if Pacheco's healthy, McKinnon, everybody else, you don't think CEH gets another? What about, does, does he come back? Next year? Yeah. So he's under contract still. He has one more year left. We know, there, of course, the fifth-year option was never going to happen. Um, I, I think he'll be back. Cody disagrees with me. He thinks the Chiefs will trade or cut him because um, they can save some money. Sure. It's not a whole lot of money, but they can save. He's the 15th highest paid back next year in football. Wow. Um, it's like three-point-something mil. Um, I think he's back next year still. Be, Pacheco would be the starter, but that he's mm-hmm. back next year because, one, McKinnon's not under contract. There's no guarantee McKinnon's back, as great as he's been. Uh, and under contract, then you have who? You'd have Isaiah Pacheco be the only running back under contract. Sure. So if you cut with Clyde, you'd still need to go sign two other backs. Andy's going to roll. He need, you know, Andy likes to have three yeah, running backs. he likes to have backs. several. Well, <laughs> look what's happening this you year. You think Ronald. Rojo's going to play? <laughs> so uh, we were talking about that Mitch Holtis just in the our, our bullpen area here. It's like if he doesn't get carries this game, then he's ne- Ronald Jones never getting carries. Right. I mean, he should have got carries last week too. He's got to get carries this you week. You would think. Pacheco, hopefully you're up fourth quarter. Feed it to Ronald Jones all fourth quarter. That's what I would really uh, like to see. That's kind of what I'm hoping as well. I'm also hoping for a Miami Ohio this? Uh, to catch this or a football. Penalty? Oh! Uh, that was second down. Oh, though. That was close. Uh, third, third and three. Thirty nine seconds. Yeah, but to a go. field goal doesn't help you. No, down well, because they're not going to even try one. Thirty seconds. It, oh, left. The field goal helps me actually. Does not help Miami Ohio. Well, yeah. they're not going to. They're down four, so they will <laughs> hey, not be attempting. Let's kick a field goal here and get the over. <laughs> yeah, I I need a field goal for the over. It's Jed shaking his head. <laughs> you degenerates. Hey, you know, look. Yeah, I mean, come on now. Hey, it's it's only wagering. It's not it's gambling if you can't afford to lose it. Oh, Jed. for sure. You're telling me I went from eleven dollars to like one hundred and fifty dollars over the course of a profitable weekend we'll put it that way so yeah no if as long as you win that's all that matters eh. you don't have to win every time well you're definitely anybody that claims they're winning every time is also well, yeah. full of it what is it 55 percent yeah i mean like if you're the top handicappers in vegas 55 uh, to 58 percent the top ones are a little over 60 like the, the top ones but if you're like if you're against the spread in, in the nfl and you're anywhere 58 percent and above you're having a nice little nice little season yeah well um, i know you are on that betting show for you're, the NFL, you're way I am college above football. ats uh nfl's been good to, really good to me this year college football i'm not proud of college football i'm right at 50 percent on college football it has not not treated me as well nick though our producer uh, he's been awesome on college football. He's been mm-hmm. rolling. Now I told he won't put his picks out though. I oh. said I, and I've seen him. He's not lying about his percentage, but like you got to put. I want put the picks out for the people, man. Put the picks out for the people. There's a little bit different feeling when when you feel like people are looking for your picks. I know a little bit. Yeah. There's more like pressure. On our, our KC end zone show that yeah. we have Sunday mornings at eight thirty. We do an upset pick every week, and obviously we pick the Chiefs sure. line. And some folks are like, "Hey, you cost me this much." I'm like, "Bro, I'm giving you free advice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's fade up to you. Fade or follow. That's what I say. Fade or follow. I don't, if you think I'm terrible at giving out pick, then fade me every single week. Then and see how yeah. you do. Like sure. advice first. All right, thinking of picks, let's get to those. NFL predictions presented by T-Mobile. Whether you're at home or away from your team, T-Mobile keeps you connected to Chiefs Kingdom all season long with the best 5G coverage in the game. So Chiefs, Texans, you're going to be in Houston. Yes, leaving uh, for this uh, game. Sunday morning, 5.20 a.m. <laughs> Oh, man. Coming home Sunday at midnight. So you're going straight from Hobby Airport down there yep. right to NRG. To the game. Man, that's a quick. Uh, Working, coming home. That's. I mean, it's good and bad. It's good. I, yeah, it's a day trip. Yeah. Noon game, it's easy. How do you see the game go? I mean, 14-point favors for the Chiefs. I just don't see how Houston's going to score. Like I said earlier, I think it's 33-13. I think it's a get-right game for the Chiefs. I think we see Patrick Mahomes play, obviously, a little bit better. I think the Chiefs get up on the Texans like they did against Denver, but this time they keep the pedal down. They realize they have to play a full 60 minutes, and the Chiefs just kind of take care of business. Uh, yeah, we're, we're kind of aligned on it. I, I don't know if the Chiefs will – We'll get to the, the 30s, and, and you would think that they were 27 nothing, of course, on, on Denver. Like, how would they not get to the 30s? I, I think this is more like a, a 27 to 13 type of game, so I, I have them covered. right on the number. Yeah. You know, 20- What's the total? 48, 49? Is it that high? Let me see. That seems pretty I'll high. Pull, I'll pull that up. Just, um, just updating your Miami of Ohio, UAB, oh Bahamas. Eight seconds. Ball. Hail Mary Eight prayer seconds. right here. What Miami is he running? Ohio what is he doing? Running to the Get near out of side, bounds, dude. Out of bounds. All right, I got Three one play with left. two seconds. With one second. Woo. I got one play on that From one. the 30-yard <laughs> There's a flag. Oh, late hit, please. Late hit. Give him a couple. Give him 15 more <laughs> yards. Make it interesting. Uh, to answer your question, though, uh, Chiefs and, and Texans, the total for the game, 49 and a half. That's a lot. Seems like a lot, man. And obviously, based on the total I gave you, or the number, or the score I gave you, I think it's under. 
uh, 49 yeah. and a half. Well, mine's 33-13, so I'm taking under. under. I just don't think Houston can score enough points to get either. to that number. It is the worst offense in football, um, and I just think last week they tried their best in a rivalry game against the Cowboys. Two-quarterback system will catch them off guard, and it, to their credit, it worked. It's not working two straight weeks on film now. Not no. working. T- and there's no Pierce. There's no Cooks. Where is the firepower, if I can even use that word, attached to the Texans' offense anyway? Sure. And Houston's in line for the number one pick. I mean, I'm not saying they're tanking, obviously. You just got a face mask penalty, so you're at the <laughs> 15. <is> All <laughs> right, we're setting the situation here. Miami of Ohio is down 20 to 24. One uh-huh. second left. Miami of Ohio has the ball on the 15-yard line. They obviously need a touchdown to win and to win Alex Bet over the middle. Catches at the one. He's down at the one-yard line. Oh, Reminiscent brutal. of the Tennessee Super Bowl. Brutal. So I needed the over 44 and a half points. It's going to end up 44. He was open. They threw it underneath, though. They threw it underneath, which is risky. And he's he's tackled the one. (laughs) That, like, made my whole weekend, knowing that Uh, you just lost your bet on that. I lost five bucks. Thank you for being happy. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, But that... You're he asking was going why to buy you, you lunch this with that is, five bucks. This is why it's Rob's question earlier, or not Rob's question, Jed's question, actually. Like, why are you bet? This is why you bet. Because it's fun. Why else would I give a damn what just happened there? You I wouldn't. wouldn't. No, no, it was fun. I, and Rob won some money. I lost some money. We move on in another day. Yeah. You know? well, we'll see what happens in the Jed, next game. Jed, what's your pick? Real quick. What do you got? Uh, Chiefs win 31 to 10. They obviously cover, but they take the under as well. I so. like it. So we're all kind of the same mindset. Like, this go around, if the Chiefs get up big, this is going to stay a wide margin. They're not They're not going to throw three picks and give short fields to Mills slash Driscoll. <laughs> Jesus. Someone says on the text line, all caps, Carl Sheffers is the referee. Yeah, concerns people a little bit. It should overcome If that, that yeah, as I say, that, you got bigger problems if, if it's that kind of game Ooh. where that's going to swing it. Yeah. Thanks to Rob Collins yeah, appreciate from Fox me, 4 being in studio. Have a safe trip down to Houston. Thank Watch you, the Texans. Get some fajitas, man. Get some fajitas. Maybe Rich they'll have some at the game. Navigation, man. Maybe they'll have some at the game. It's, they might not, be a little not gonna be able to go anywhere else. That's true. You don't have much time. That's true. <laughs> airport stadium, airport home. Hope everybody has a great weekend. <laughs> uh, the drive with Bink coming up next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.